Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Friday night to you. This is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I am coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is very, very simple. Rocket Rocket can. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepard, and more importantly, you. Everybody listening all over North America, there is no show if you're not hanging out here with us. And we got a lot to discuss, a lot to talk about. We're towards the end of the NFL season. And so we have Saturday afternoon games now, damn it. We got three big games that are going to take place tomorrow. We even have a special game that will take place on Saturday night. We'll talk about it. We have the normal slate of Sunday games, culminating with the Washington Commanders, the embarrassment of a franchise with the embarrassment of an owner, taking on the New York Giants, who quite frankly look like they are running out of gas. Sort of like that movie. Here I go. Not a big movie person. Help me out, Shep, if I screw up here. Try to think what it is. It's Cinderella with a... The clock strikes 12 and she turns back into like a, a window washer or something like that. Oh, that's definitely Cinderella, yes. Yeah, so the, the, the New York Giants, what has been a Cinderella skin of your teeth season, might come down to an end against Washington uh, on Sunday night. That was flexed into the primetime game. And then we have a slew of other games. We have uh, Joe Burrow taking on Tom Brady. Maybe Tom Brady gets another whooping from a young quarterback At least this one is one of the best in the game and has already been to a Super Bowl. Not a surprise. We got a lot of big-time head coaches pulling just rabbits out of their hats. Kyle Shanahan, we saw what the 49ers did last night. We see what the Lions are doing with Dan Campbell. We see what Nick Sirianni is doing with the Eagles. 
who's the leader for coach of the year? Who's the most impressive coach for this season? Speaking of the Eagles, they have nothing to do with the Cowboys this weekend, but there's some bickering going back and forth between the Cowboys and the Eagles as to whether or not Jalen Hurts is really deserving of MVP. And then this was also beautiful news to hear and learn today that Brittany Griner, she put out a thank you statement on her social media. She says she's going to play basketball. She's going to suit up and put on the shorts and the, the tank for the Phoenix Mercury. And that's just, it's a beautiful thing to learn and see. So we'll talk about that later on in the show. And I want to give a big thank you to everyone in the Pacific Northwest I'm back from Portland. I'm back in Atlanta, Georgia. I had an amazing time in Portland. Thank you to everybody at Pacific University. As we continued on the Media for the Movement Tour with Special Olympics, and we'll talk about that later on in the show. We got a full one. Besides asking you about Cinderella movies, Shep, how are you doing today? You good? I'm I'm good, Jr. You know what? You you, you nailed it, man. Uh, Brittany what? Griner, I think trumps everything in terms of what's going on in sports. You talk about a, an individual that literally could have been in prison for nearly a decade, and the fact that she is now pursuing something professionally that many people didn't even see for her future. Congratulations to her; she deserves it. Absolutely, and it doesn't it doesn't stop there. She has continued on and saying and reaffirming that she will she's going to speak up for people who are also. Uh, unfortunately in prison not just in russia but all over the world and so uh there's always a little bit of of positivity on one hand and, and she has certainly woke up and come home and found it so uh, much love to Brittany griner we'll talk more in depth about Brittany later on in the show you know this is the cool time of the year and for most people cool is is literal it's it's really cool it is cold as hell outside it was cold in Phoenix a couple of days ago when I was there. It was cold in, in Portland. At least it was a little comfortable. And then I get back to Atlanta, and it is cold as hell here too. And so as we have these Saturday NFL games, and as we just straight move into Christmas, which is a, a little more than a week away from now, I think. I think we got nine days till Christmas. It's cold, folks. You put a coat on, put a jacket on, you know, hug somebody, hold somebody, love somebody, do whatever you need to do to, to keep warm. Make yourself a fire. Hey, Shep, when you're cold, what do you do? Man, when, I, when I'm cold, I take a hot shower. Take a hot shower. Yeah, now when I'm, when, I'm out, when I'm outside, what do I do? I get inside. Yeah, that's a good idea, yeah. smart idea. Yeah, people burning fires. People using them, the warm packs. People throwing on scarves. And this is the cool part of the NFL season. Not only are we going towards the playoffs, but we see how the weather can start to affect the games. Not just folks running around in, 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 in spring or fall weather. Not spring, but fall. Not just cool temperatures, but cold temperatures. And it has an effect on the game. And growing up as a kid, to me, there was nothing ever more exciting than turning on a football game and seeing snow. The the NFL is a game, absolutely. It's also an entertainment property. And to sit at home and watch a game take place in the snow, especially here now in the year 2022 or the era of high-definition televisions, there's nothing better than seeing the snowflakes fall, see the players slipping and busting their ass. It, It takes me back to being a kid. 
trying to play in the snow, trying. I wasn't going to be out there long. And then busting my ass. It's a beautiful visual to watch. I don't know if it's still in Times Square, but they, they used to have an NFL experience. They had a full theater where you could go in and see a game in 3D, and then it would start to snow in the theater. Yeah, the NFL has a lot of money if you haven't figured out. But to actually experience that in the stadium or to watch it at home, oh, man, it's, it's a lot of fun. And we're going to probably have that tomorrow night. Because in one of the biggest of biggest of biggest of games, Saturday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern time, the Miami Dolphins, the team that plays in the close to tropical climate, goes all the way up to Buffalo, damn near across to Canada, to take on the Buffalo Bills. The temperature tomorrow is supposed to be between 25 and 28 degrees Fahrenheit. If you went to school, you know this already. If you forgot, if you didn't know, that's below freezing. Throw some water down on there. It's a wrap. It's done. It's frozen. There's also a good chance that it might snow. There's a good chance that there might be freezing rain. We have no idea what the hell is going to take place in Buffalo, but it's going to freeze. It's going to be cold. And there's a good chance that we're going to have some precipitation falling from the sky down on to the field. You might recall this earlier on in September. I believe it was week three of the season. The Buffalo Bills choked away a victory to the Miami Dolphins. They ended up losing 21-19. to That was down in Miami. At that point in September, it was 90 degrees. Now we're going to flip the script. We're going to go up to Buffalo And Miami is basically going to try to go out there and stop a two-game losing streak. The Chargers stopped them. The Niners stopped them. The Dolphins looked like they had all the momentum in the world with that passing game, but they have fallen flat because the run game, they don't have one of the best. They have one of the worst in the league. That's why they went out there and made these trades at the running back position. And so it's one thing to get the ball to Waddle. It's another thing to get the ball to Hill. But when the teams are flat stopping you, the Dolphins have struggled. Meanwhile, Buffalo, they're on a four-game winning streak. They're not as dynamic offensively as they were earlier on in the season. But they got all the advantage in the world, especially if you want to think about the weather. Since 2020, When the Bills are at home on November 29th or later, past two, three seasons, they're 10-1 at home. Not to be stopped. They have the advantage. And I don't care if you're a football player. These guys can run around and run their mouths all they want. They're human beings. They feel the cold. You might get used to it. You might become acclimated to it. But you feel it. You think about it. It's unavoidable. You have to prepare for it. And so Miami has been asked about this all damn week long, all week long. And despite that, they're not worried about it. I mean, here's Tua Tonga-Valoa. This kind of blew up this week, and I don't think Tua meant it in such a way. As a part of his press conference, it seemed like, Four minutes of it were dedicated to 
to it in cold weather. They even asked him, well, have you played in it? He's like, he's like, yeah, I played in cold before. Well, I was just with my brother in Maryland, and we were throwing the ball around. I'm like, okay. And in this question that you're going to hear right now, one of the reporters asked Tua, who played in Alabama, who's from Hawaii, they asked this man, Tua, have you ever even seen snow? This is Tua's response. It snowed in Alabama my first year. Yeah. So it snows in Alabama, guys. <laughs> I know. I mean, people don't know that. You know, there's some people that just think, oh, you know, it just gets cold in Alabama. It, it does snow. Yeah, and that, that, that went viral in such a way. It was ridiculous. The question he was asked was, have you ever even seen snow before? And that was his response, and people took it and ran that he's, he's not concerned or, or he's not worried. Well, Tua has played up in Buffalo before. He's played in cold weather, and he hasn't fared all that well. Tua Tonga-Valoa, he's winless in the four coldest games he's ever participated in. Up in Denver, twice at the Bills. Losing one time 56 to 26 in 2020. Last season, losing 24 to 21. He had 205 yards and an interception. His first time up in Buffalo, he had three INTs. And then in Tennessee, last year, 34 to 3, a loss, 205 yards and an interception. So, Tua, yeah, he's seen snow before, he's played in the cold. He hasn't fared all that well. Well, now all of America is going to sit down and watch what Tua can do in the cold weather, what the Dolphins can do in cold weather. There was even a story about how, while it was 55 degrees in Los Angeles this past Sunday, and the Miami Dolphins had heaters on the sidelines. What are you going to do when the temperature drops another 30 degrees? It's going to be tough for Miami, and anyone who says otherwise is is lying. They're full of it. And Mike McDaniel, he knows they don't just have to worry about the stupid weather or the snow or the cold. They still have to worry about the Bills players, even their defense. We know Vaughn Miller is out for the year, and Mike McDaniel still took some time to praise the squad. They're dangerous without him. Um, that, that's how they play, and um, that's a, a mark that has been there um, since a, a – since that whole coaching staff has been there, really. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta give that whole you gotta give that whole squad credit. You gotta give everybody credit. You gotta give John Allen credit for how he's continued to progress. And quite frankly, even with that damaged that damaged arm, and we don't know the extent of it. He's not passing. Yeah, the attempts are there, but the offense isn't as dynamic from before he got hurt and took on those Vikings. And Josh Allen, he has a new toy to play with. How about Cole Beasley came back this week? Yeah, Cole Beasley, remember him? There's a lot to remember about Cole Beasley. Unfortunately, most of it is on Twitter. Cole Beasley just played for the Buccaneers for, what, two games? He decided to retire. He said he needed to spend more time, wanted to spend more time with his, his family. And now Cole Beasley is back. He didn't feel afterwards he said that he was going to be utilized in Tampa. Well, you should have known that when you got there. Did you see the weapons? And then he quit. 
And now he's back with Buffalo. And Josh Allen, yeah, that's what he had to say about Cole walking back into the building. It's good to have him back. Obviously, uh, we've missed him. Um, just his presence, you know, everybody in the locker room loves that guy. Um, you know, I kind of found out about it last week. Uh, Bean kind of told me, like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. Um, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm all for it. And I know that the guys in the locker room would feel the same way. Um, so, yeah, happy to have back. I'm sure he is. Just tell Cole Beasley to stay off of Twitter, please. Please keep that man off of Twitter. Anyway, Miami is trying to, quote unquote, right the ship. Their record is now 8-5. and five. They fall into 8-5. and five. The Chargers and the 49ers have taken their lunch money. They're trying to make the playoffs for the first time in six seasons. And then you have a Buffalo Bills team that they're trying to basically clinch the playoffs with a win. You know, they're going to probably have the AFC East in the bag, but at minimum, if they should fall, then they'll fall into a wild card spot. And to have an opportunity to do this at home against Miami, I think they'll do so. I think by the time we get to the end of tomorrow night that the Miami Dolphins will have lost three consecutive games. I think the Buffalo Bills will have clinched a playoff spot. And for my own entertainment purposes, I'm hoping that there's damn near blizzard outside tomorrow. Are they expecting that? No, not at all. But I hope we have a steady stream. And let's see if the Miami Dolphins can, quote unquote, overcome the elements. You couldn't script this. Well, you could. Team from Miami, Florida, goes up to cold-ass Buffalo trying to turn their season around against one of the best quarterbacks in the game while also taking on the weather. The Dolphins can say it's a mindset. It is a mindset, but you can't ignore it. That cold will eat you up, chew you up, and spit you out. I got Buffalo winning tomorrow night. Saturday night slate of NFL games. I got Miami. Let's see what Tua can do. Maybe Tua's going to be badass. Maybe Tua says, I don't care if I'm from Hawaii. I ain't worried about no snow. I don't think that'll be the end result, though. What do you think? 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I want to hear that one more time. This is Tua. Tua was asked, hey, man. Have you ever even seen snow? This is what Tua had to say. It snowed in Alabama my first year. Yeah. So it snows in Alabama, guys. <laughs> I know. I mean, people don't know that. You know, there's some people that just think, oh, you know, it just gets cold in Alabama. It, it does snow. All right. Well, it snows in Buffalo, too. Let's see what happens tomorrow night. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about the Miami Dolphins going up to Buffalo to take on the Bills tomorrow night? And I'll also talk to you about a few other of Saturday's NFL games. Don't move. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
JR wants to hear from you. Call him now at 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. We got Saturday NFL games. Season is basically coming to a conclusion. Everybody is jockeying for playoff spot and positioning. And you could sit at home all day tomorrow and watch football. Not only are we going to have Miami and Buffalo, Baltimore will also be taking on Cleveland. So if you want to see Tyler Huntley try to go out there and outduel Deshaun Watson, go ahead. Deshaun Watson still trying to work his way back into a, a proper rhythm. One touchdowns and one touchdown, not plural, obviously. One touchdown and two interceptions so far since he has returned, uh, beating the Texans and losing to the Bengals 23-10. to And Baltimore, I tell you, I feel kind of through with them. They have won six or seven games. They just beat Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, Lamar's been out since that game against Denver. Tyler Huntley not in concussion protocol. Uh, let's see what they can go out there and do against Cleveland. Also, uh, a team that has a, well, he's just a thrown-in-there head coach. The Indianapolis Colts are going to take on Minnesota. Minnesota just lost to the Lions 34-23. to They're trying to show everybody that they can actually play defense. And so the Colts, they let everybody run the ball. Let's see whether or not Cooks can go out there and do it against them. Uh, the Colts are just a disaster with or without Jeff Saturday. They have lost six of their last seven games. Bad stuff out here. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The big game that I'm looking forward to Saturday night is Miami going up to Buffalo. The last time they played, it was 90 degrees outside down in Miami. It's expected to be 25 to 28 degrees in Buffalo with some precipitation. Let's take your phone calls. I got... I got Buffalo winning, and then I got Miami losing now their third consecutive game. What say you? 855-212-4CBS. Nabil is calling from Buffalo. Go ahead, Nabil. Hey, Jared. How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Certainly. Um, I just wanted to make a comment on uh, the game tomorrow between Buffalo and Miami. Uh, I'm going to be going to that game. We're going to be sitting outside. We're ready for this weather. Uh, it's already starting to snow here in Buffalo already, um, and we're ready to go for it. I do want to make a, a point. I'm sure you, you're aware of it, too. The last time we played Miami, yeah, the weather was uh, 90 degrees, but we also had seven or eight guys injured on our defense. That's literally half the defense. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing a much healthier defense play against the uh, the Miami offense that we got here. Yeah, most definitely. It's good to see Tredavious White back as well, see what he can do. I think he played every snap in the game uh, last week, one of the best corners in the game. and. He's certainly holding his own, you know, up until now. And then when you have two premier wide receivers and both Waddle and Tyree Kill, two speedsters, you know, let's see what he can do. Let's see what they can do, I should say. It's, it's not going to be easy to go out there and, and throw the rock around. Steve is calling from Houston, Texas. Shout-outs to everybody listening on The Loop 610. Steve, you're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, hi, JR. I like Miami. Only because when there's bad weather, all it takes is a slip or a slide, and Tyree Hill is gone. Waddle is gone. Um, I think they also have a better running game. 
Uh, they have more of a bruising back that might be able to control the running game. And uh, it looks like um, Allen's been a little bit not necessarily erratic, but he's had a few turnovers. Okay, so you're going you're going with Miami up in Buffalo. I get it. Okay, I'm cool with it. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate you, man. Steve didn't want to say uh, thank you back or you're welcome. It's okay. Listen, we know Josh Allen. People are worrying about his arm and you know what he's able to do. And I'm I still look at him. He's he's throwing the rock around. But when it comes to Miami, yeah, sure. We we know this. It doesn't matter if it's. If it's a short pass and it's 70 degrees and sunny, or if they have a clear path, if it's 30 degrees outside, if you give the ball to Waddle or Hill, they can bust out a run. And you are, you are correct. The game might come down to a few big plays. Miami might be stifled, and it will only take a big play, a big run from Tyreek Hill to change the complexion of the game. There's also a high probability that Miami is going to have to, you know, go out there and and run the football. That's that's just facts. They have Raheem Mostert. Uh, Jeff Wilson's been dealing with an injury. Remember, they traded for him. And so they, they might have to rely on the run more than they want to. And, and sure, they've, they've added some guys. They have some health here. They haven't been able to run the football consistently throughout the course of the season. And so maybe they're able to flip that switch tomorrow. We'll have to see. It'll depend on the weather. 855-212-4CBS. Nate. He's calling up from Niagara Lake, Canada. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, man, how's it going? Going very well. Good, good. Thank you for taking my call, by the way. Uh, I just wanted to call in to pretty much laugh at Tua right here. He said he's uh, seen snow in Tuscaloosa before, and in the last decade, it snowed one inch there. And, you know, four weeks ago in Buffalo, we got 77 inches. So, uh it's going to be nothing like he's ever seen before. I got Buffalo winning this game by, I'd say, I'd say 27 to 27 to 10 would be my final score prediction. Okay. Thank you, Nate, for calling up from Canada. Yeah, yeah, that, we're going to hear that for the next 24 hours about Tua's comments. I, I've seen the clips and the, the quotes online on social media. Tua was saying that tongue, the man, he was asked, and it's a legitimate question, it's not like Tua was asked, hey, are you worried about the snow? Or how would you compare what you've played in to what you're playing against in Buffalo? That's not what Tua wasn't asked any of that. All people have done is take that, that short quote, yes, I've, I've seen snow. He was asked if he's seen snow. That was the question. And his response is, yeah, I've seen snow. It snowed in, 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 in Alabama. And people will obviously take it and run with it and make a big deal out of it. Come on. They're they're not, quote-unquote, going to feed in. They're going to downplay it. These are human beings. I haven't met a human being that has never been outside and has thought about the weather. That's what everybody does. We're going to see somebody tomorrow, I'm sure, walking around shirtless in in warm-ups before the game just to let people know that, yeah, I'm not worried about it. But they, they feel it. And a lot of it is mental, but you're not going to give in and, and feed that to the Buffalo Bills. Not at this point. You want to, quote, unquote, don't, don't let them believe you have an edge. But we know this. Everybody is going to feel the cold. Everybody has to deal with it. And the folks down in Miami, they're not, they're not acclimated. 
Nick is calling from Orchard Park. He knows. Nick, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, man? How's it going tonight? Good. I just, you know, I'm just driving by the stadium now. It's about me 31 degrees right now here. You know, it's obviously with the wind, it's going to be probably in the teens tomorrow. And the thing is, I just want to comment on the guy from Houston that just called. Everybody's talking about, you know, Miami and his weapons. Well, I watched the game last week when the Chargers, who are missing seven defensive starters, were able to beat Miami, and Tua had nine or ten completions, four of them going into the fourth quarter. So, yes, Waddle and Hill are great receivers. But does everybody forget that we probably have one of, if not the best receiver in football right now, on the Buffalo Bills? Josh Allen did not have a turnover last game against the Jets in weather that was horrible up here in Buffalo. So, I mean, the weather does have something to do with it. You're right, it is mental. But until you come in up here and actually plan it, I mean, a lot of people are down, you know, talking about the Bills not being as good as they were. But if you look at the look at the Bills, they probably have had the hardest schedule in football and have lost by a total of eight points in the three losses they've had this year. So, you know, I mean, come up to Buffalo. We'll see how it goes. But I just think a lot of people don't have a lot of confidence as they did in the beginning of the year because of Josh quote-unquote, getting injured. But eight points in three games against an elite Jets defense, Miami with 90-degree weather, us missing eight starters on defense, and a fluke loss against Minnesota when Josh fumbled the ball on the goal line. So Yeah, well, and, and, to, to, and thank you, Nick. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills have talked openly out of their own mouths about how they have not been able to execute. And so, yes, I, it, it's not a secret. Like, they haven't been as dynamic more recently have they still been able to go out here and, and win four straight games? Yeah, they have. Not in the same dynamic form. I mean, the last couple of games, Josh Allen is sitting around after the press conference or during the press conference, and he's telling everybody, not in these words, but, man, I, I need to do better. We need to do better. And, yeah, hell, yeah, Stephon Diggs is one of the best wide receivers in the game, but I think, uh, you know, I, 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 I take my chances right now with Mr. Uh, Jefferson playing with the Vikings. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to leave these phone lines open. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'm going to tell you about another. Well, he's not emerging because he's already here. He won't be playing up north. He's going to be playing in the south. He's going to be playing in Tampa. His name is Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow is going to take on that Tom Brady guy. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. We'll talk about Joe Burrow and Tom Brady. We're going to get into more of the game. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. My man, JR, this, this is kind of like a dream, man. I've listened to you uh, every night for two years. It's the first time I've called. I love your show, man. You keep it so real, and I love listening to you. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Hey, Tua Tonga Valoa, I got a question for you. What, JR? Hey, Tua. Have you ever played outside? Not have you ever seen snow, Tua? This is what Tua said. He's like, of course I've seen snow. Everywhere. All the time. It snows in Alabama. We gotta give Tua Tonga Valoa a little bit of a break as uh, and as we appropriately play. 
cold as ice. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let me ask you guys this. What is Tua Tonga Valoa supposed to say? Supposed to say, yeah, I'm worried about the snow? Like, he can't say that. He said what he said. Yeah, I've seen snow in my life before. Some people have never seen snow. What are we supposed to do? Doesn't snow everywhere. If it snowed in Miami, I'd be running for the hills right now. I'd be creeped the hell out. You know, that's not the only thing Tua was asked. Uh, I told you, it's about four minutes of Tua Tongavaloa in, in snow. They were asking him if he's seen snow. When's the last time he was in it? Does he, does he have any special clothing that he's going to put on? It's some wild questions he was asked. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Daniel. He's calling from Huntsville, Alabama. Hey, Daniel, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What do you think about this whole uh, nonsense about the snow that Tua has been asked? Well, I'll get straight to it. There's 21 other guys on the field. Probably some of those guys have played in snow. And um, from what I remember, football is a team sport. And I know Tua is the most important player, but there have been plenty of examples throughout NFL history and college history where the weather doesn't matter. It's strictly about talent. So if these reporters would just shut the hell up about the weather and let the talent and the skill set play on the field, that's all that matters. I beg some of these Big Ten teams to play Southern teams in September, but they won't do it. And I will gladly say that the SEC needs to play more teams up north in November. But you know how that's going to turn out. Thank you for the call. Well, thank you, Daniel. I don't think we can ignore the fact that weather is going to be a factor. And, yes, it is a team sport, but you said it yourself. Two is the most important guy. Two is going to be touching the ball on every offensive play for the most part, unless, you know, Mike McDaniel is going to just say, hey, direct snap to, to Hill or run some other trickery. The weather's going to matter. We can't ignore that. Two is the one who has to, A, either hand the ball off or, B, throw it down the field. We, we can't ignore that. And I get it. You're, you're sick of the, the questions from the reporters. A lot of these questions were ridiculous. How about this one? Uh, he was asked the last time he was in cold weather, the last time he participated in some cold weather, and this is what Tua said. Can you tell us back in the spring you actually went to a cold weather location? Yeah. What, can you tell us a story about that? Yeah, I went to Maryland um, to, to go visit my brother after the season, and uh, it was pretty cold up there, probably like in the 20s. Um, and there was snow on the ground too, so got to uh, test that out. Um, got to throw up there with a couple of his guys. So, <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, that was that was good. Okay, no, no more, no mas, no mas, no mas. Personally, and it might be a mindset thing too, but yeah, no more of that crap. Like, hey, uh, have you ever been exposed to the cold weather? You went up north. Tell us about that. Yeah, Maryland. Come on. Yes, the, some of the the questions from the reporters became quite repetitive. I mean, I'm expecting them to ask him, hey, Tua, have you ever, uh, you ever been forced to take a cold shower? Hey, Tua, have you ever washed your hands in cold water? Hey, Tua, have you ever had a, a cup of, of ice cold water? Like, some of the questions were just dumb. I get it. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, JJ's calling from uh, Tucson. 
You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, good, good evening. Hey, JR, uh, I just, why does the NFL schedule a game in Buffalo when you have three games in the day and they schedule for the last game of the night when you got a game that's in a dome stadium in Minnesota and it's going to be like, does the NFL just want it to be real cold for him or what? Answer that. <laughs> I mean, it's just stupid. Nah, it's not. It's it's not stupid. It's it's entertainment. This is how about this? There will be more people home in the evening time, more eyeballs to watch the game for this game. That's going to have bigger implications than scheduling the Indianapolis Colts in Minnesota. You, you understand? Yeah. It's all about eyeballs. I mean, this is this is an entertainment league. This is they're not. They're not playing football in the backyard. These are some of the best on earth. And the NFL wants to have the most people watch. And there's going to be tons of people like me, or I would watch anyway, but there are going to be more people who tune in and stick around, especially if it's snowing. It's, it's stories, man. They're not just playing football to play it. This is entertainment. Like, I've never been to a snow game. And if I was, I wouldn't be sitting outside. I'd be covered up somewhere, upstairs, inside, somewhere. It's It adds to the elements of the game. That's one of the cool things about football. You play it in every single type of weather. Unless there's a lightning strike, they're going to go out there and play. That's just what it is. 855-212-4CBS. Alex is calling from New Orleans. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Alex, you're live. Hey, JR. Thanks for uh, taking the call. Love the show. I've been listening for years. Uh, you know, all of this all this media surrounding Tua and, and leading up to this game, it just kind of alludes to one thing, and it's like the media just has no respect for this guy. And I'm not a Dolphins fan, but just been kind of paying attention to it all week. And, and that, that leads me to ask, does his own – organization even trust him long term I mean, we've kind of seen what what he's done over the last few games obviously he ran into a buzzsaw in san francisco and didn't do much against a depleted uh chargers defense last week so just wanted to get your thoughts there and if you know is he truly the guy long term in uh, miami i mean we've seen you know his lack of arm strength this year and it seems like teams can game plan to to shut him down and instead of you know giving him you know i i guess open looks so to speak so uh, just that, and then you don't have to answer this now, but your thoughts on Desmond Ritter's uh, four-game audition for the Falcons uh, coming up this weekend. Well, thank you, Alex, for calling from New Orleans. I'll, I'll talk about that. I got a lot of friends here in Atlanta who are, are real interested to see what Ritter can look like. I know he'll be taking on your Saints. Does Tua get the respect that he deserves? I still think he's in the process of earning it, and we have to look at at how fast the tide can turn when it comes to any individual player. It was only a few weeks ago that in the midst of Miami's, what, five-game, six-game winning streak, that people were calling me up, a lot of folks from Miami, to an MVP, to an MVP, to is the guy. We have our guy, and they very well might have their due. When it comes to Tua, I'm not worried about his talent. Tua has openly spoke about how much more difficult it is for him to play quarterback at his size. He's been open and honest about that. I'm more concerned with the potential injury history. Well, not injury history, but propensity to be injured when it comes down to Tua. Look, the past two games, San Francisco whooped his ass. 
No big shock, no big surprise there. San Francisco has arguably the best defense in the entire NFL. And then when you take a look at the Chargers, yes, with all of the defensive starters basically sitting around watching the game and not out there on the field, they forced Tua to make throws to the outside and instead of relying on them short passes on the middle that, that, that he wants to throw. So I'm not ready to jump to conclusions about Tua after two bad games and two bad losses. I want to look at the totality. Tua is one of the most accurate guys in the league. Is he always going bombs away down the field? No, he is not. But I still think he can be the quarterback for the future for Miami. I'm less worried about his his talent and his skill level. I'm more worried about his durability. That was an issue. That was something that has followed him all the way into the league from when he got started coming out of Alabama. I mean, Brian Flores was always quick to give him the hook. I think Mike McDaniel has a little bit more leeway with him. And I think Tua can be the guy in Miami, and I'm not going to beat him down, you know, after two games. Steve is calling from Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going, JR? It's going very well, Steve. What's up? Long time no talk, but uh, just a quick one. I just want to talk about, mention something about Tua. At least he's never been asked how long has he been a Hawaiian quarterback. <laughs> you, you remember Doug Williams in the Super Bowl, right? Well, yeah. How long have you been, how long have you been black? We know. Yeah. How long have you been a black quarterback? <laughs> Stupidest question ever in the history of the Super Bowl, I think, from a reporter. Anyway, it just reminded me of that. At least he's never had to answer that question. Yeah. Well, we're, at least we're going to get some answers tomorrow. And thank you, Steve, for calling from VA. Yeah, yeah. We're we're going to find out what Tua is is made of tomorrow. He hasn't performed well in cold weather. When it's been cold, he's 0 for 4. Uh, two of those losses have been up in Buffalo, and tomorrow will be the worst game in Buffalo that, that he will have ever played. And it could be a whole lot to do about nothing, but there's a couple of things here. Yes, the media can do better when it's, with its line of questioning. Have you ever seen snow? That, that might be legitimate, maybe. When's the last time you were exposed to cold weather? Like this, like let's just get over it. It's going to be cold. They should make the media guys stand out there with the players. They'll be upstairs in a, in a heated press room watching with binoculars. And then after the game, they'll, they'll ask them questions that will probably be uh, equally as stupid. Hmm. It's just how it goes. Anyway, I got the Buffalo Bills with the victory. Miami, unfortunately, I think they're going to lose three straight games. And I think they're going to fall to eight and six. Buffalo, by the end of tomorrow night, I think Buffalo will have uh, secured themselves officially a playoff spot. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got a lot to get into next hour. What about the old versus the new? What about Joe Burrow versus Tom Brady? And what about the New York Giants and the Washington Commanders? They're trying to compete for a playoff spot. We'll talk about it here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.